0: up everybody and welcome back man thank you for taking time to join us once again on the musicians cafe my name is brian dick and i'm hanging out here with my co-host a man who's been known on his way over he actually listened to his windshield wipers slap out of tempo and keep perfect time with the with the song on the radio mr chris eddie rabbit great chris how you feeling my man
1: I'm good, man. It's Wednesday again. It's finally raining. So, uh, all the pollen's knocked down a little bit. I can breathe. I'm in a good mood, to be yeah, honest. Right. Yeah.
0: Much needed rain tonight, for sure.
1: Absolutely. And there's always live music going on in Winchester, no matter if it's raining or if it's uh, sunshine and outside. Uh, give some of the musicians a little break, actually, man. It's been it, hot. Yeah. Been hot yeah I would here.
0: agree. I would agree, definitely, for sure. But, uh, man, I'm excited. But we've got. Another one of those shows, Chris, where we've just been looking forward to for so long. I've been uh, having an email buddy of mine here, Mr. Polly Coconuts. He's with us, and uh, I've got Christina and Elliot, and these guys represent the Mission Road Band. Thank you guys so much for being here. We appreciate it. How you feeling? Oh, Aww. just
2: great. So it's great to be here.
0: Thank, you, so for be here. Thank yeah. you for having us. Thank you yeah. for having us. Yeah, man. Absolutely. It's been one of those things you and I email yep. all the time, and yep. I was like, yeah, I can't, <laughs> just can't wait to put a face with <laughs> the name and all that kind of thing. It's awesome. So it's cool. So
1: yep. Well, Brian, before we get the episode going, um, we got to start on this menu. Is that cool? Yeah, you might give it a rip. Yeah, Tallyho Theater on the twenty third is Spafford, and the twenty fourth is Lynch Mob. Yeah. You know anything about them?
0: Well, Spafford is a uh, like an alt rock, alt southern rock band. Uh, they two are all over the well, all over the world actually, but pretty popular. I've never heard them. So I'm going to plead guilty on that. But uh, but actually, you know, there's people that are going to recognize that name and definitely go to that show. Lynch Mob is George Lynch's band, and he's the ex-guitarist from Dokken years ago. And I was a big fan of that band. I'm a big fan of George Lynch as well. does a lot of cool stuff outside of his own band, too, with Michael Sweet, somebody I'm going to get a chance to meet very soon. I'm excited about that, too. But anyway, yeah, definitely both of those bands are going to be exciting.
1: Yep. Awesome. It's Tally Ho. So um, at the Hollywood Casino on the 23rd is uh, Blackberry Smoke and on the 24th is Brett Michaels.
0: Yeah, man. It's a uh, it's 80s rock out weekend for sure. Brett Michaels is <laughs> going to be a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, I saw where he won the Celebrity Apprentice. Did you know that? I had no idea. He did. A rock star won that that show. That's pretty cool.
1: Celebrity Apprentice sounds like a show I wouldn't watch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Something about it. Something about it just. Well, anyway, nice. he won it, but
0: yeah, <laughs> Brett's very, ta- very, uh, very talented. And of course, they're just from right up the road in Pennsylvania, too—not very far. So,
1: yeah, cool. Bear, Bear Chase Brewery, right across the mountain. Uh, on the twenty-third, Faith Dickerson. On the twenty-fourth, Pebbles to Pearl, uh, and Will Baskin. Not related to Carol Baskin. No. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> for you COVID lovers out there, uh, yeah. uh, and the Tiger King. Guilty. Exactly. And on the 25th is uh, Kimberly Burke. Yes. Uh, Kimberly's come up a couple times.
0: Yes. We have seen her. So we her got in, to seek her times.
1: out some, maybe get her on the show. We sure do. Yep. Box Office Brewery. Uh, on the 23rd is Suzzled Band, Russ Orndoff. Sozzled.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Russ Orndoff's a, a guy that I've known for a long time. Had a band years ago called Woodshed. Um Pretty talented guy. He's been playing around. This is a fairly new band. I just saw them a few weeks ago when I saw Elizabeth Furnace. Sazel so was there as well. So, yeah, looking forward
1: to that. And on the 24th at of box office is Positive Traction Band. That's a cool name. Yeah,
0: that's what I thought. Same thing, yeah.
1: Troubadour Lounge in Park, Berkeley Springs. On the 24th is Midnight Whiskey. Uh, hopefully you guys can be outside. Uh, it's a great place to be, even if they're inside. It's still a great place to be. We asked all our guests who you guys been up there.
2: Um, no, but I I heard the program you did with yeah the very cool people from Troubadour. I've been I I really have to look into if you ever out and
0: about head up yeah. that way and check yeah. it out. It's cool. Yeah. Pool yeah.
1: Yeah. tournaments mm. on
0: Wednesdays. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that, her, her dad is a pool
1: tournament. Oh, nice. <laughs> there there go. Cool. I'm
3: getting pretty good at pool too. There
0: you Here go. You go night out at Troubadour. <place laughs> pool, yeah.
1: Piccadilly Public House and Restaurant. The 23rd is Robbie Lyman, and the 24th is Jimmy Lee. Yeah, it sounds
0: is jimmy feeling okay
1: you know what i messaged him the other day uh his doctor said it was he didn't need surgery or anything um jimmy heard his voice if you guys didn't know he did not know. um and it happens to people yeah. who sing every single week yeah day in and day out so um praying for you jimmy hopefully you get better buddy and uh we hope we see you this weekend
0: yeah yeah hopefully we um, will
1: if not sometime soon yeah the monument downtown as well on the 22nd is the vega uh, and then six twenty three and twenty four, so that's uh, Friday Saturday. Yep, is uh, Latin night. DJ Georgie.
0: Yeah, DJ Georgie's going to be there.
1: Yep. The monument, you know, we've brought up before, always has some cool extras that a lot of regular bars around here don't have. I say regular bars; they're not really a bar; they're more of an event venue. Right. Um, right. But a lot of DJ shows, uh, open mic stuff like that. They're they're a great place. Bright Box Theater. On the twenty third is Fly with the stories we tell. Now that's the hundredth anniversary, that right? Is.
0: That's Mr. Phil Zuckerman, yes, sir. And we're going to have him on here in a couple of weeks. I think it is, Chris. It's coming right around the first part of July. He's going to come on and talk to us more about all these events they're having for the hundred year celebration of Hanley High School. So, and then that's a you know that gathering of that band Fly. That's a that's a monumental event because I'm going to tell you, man, they were the biggest deal in town for a long time. And uh, what a great great event! That's going to be a great show for sure.
1: Uh, And then on the 24th is Melissa Carper uh, with Woody Woodworth and the Piners. Yeah. And then a comedy night with Tony Woods. I assume that's upstairs, downstairs. That's the out of the box. Yep. Man, if you guys haven't been to it, and we're here to promote live music, so go see live music first. But if you're bored and Brightbox has a comedy night, y'all got to go to it. Yeah. It is actually pretty good. Downtown Winchester. Yeah. you know, you think you, you have to get on Netflix and watch Kevin Hart for a good laugh, but that's not so true. And they
0: get some headlines there. I mean, I think
1: Pauly is coming.
0: I'm pretty sure. Really? Saw, yeah. Oh. Pauly he's been Shore. here before. Yeah. yeah. I think wow. he's coming. Yeah. So, you know, they they they, they I mean, they get all
1: levels of acts, but even national acts, too. Yeah. The Paladin in Steven City on the 22nd is Jonathan Zinn. The 23rd is Ryan Thomas. And the 24th is Grayson Moon. Yeah. Uh, we know that the Paladins always have good music and... As such, at P two in Clearbrook on the twenty third is Jimmy Lee, uh, and twenty fourth is Justin Suede. Yeah, man, Jimmy's going to have a busy weekend. He is. Like I say, hopefully he's rested yeah, up, yeah, man. Yeah, hope Whew. he is. Uh, West Oaks Farm Market Friday night, West Oaks. Yeah, you want a drum roll? No. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm sure. Is yeah.
0: grayscale? Yeah, my mm-hmm. own my own partner here is going to be playing out there with uh, right. the sideways Aww. band.
1: So cool. I start five to seven, and then they'll come on seven to ten. Be a great time as always. Make sure you come out. Promise to be great weather, so don't let that stop you. You're signing from four to five? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay, gotcha. Picture Here's, is $5 yeah. a piece. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And Saturday at West Oaks is Mark Clay, and Sunday is Kramer and Ivy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's Dean Kramer again.
1: Yep. <laughs> Another fine mess uh, on the 24th uh, at the 868 uh, Estate Vineyards. That's in Percival, Virginia, uh, with Drew Broom. And Paul Statler at 6 to 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, in Percival. It's a little hike, but you all can make it. Yeah, man, not bad, not bad. Uh, So I guess these are some of the special notes that you caught over the weekend um, or over the week. Six strings and bourbon. He's going to be at the half note on the 23rd, Friday night.
0: Yeah, Adam just reached out to me today, so I want to make sure I get him on the menu. But, yeah, Friday night he'll be there.
1: Good. And then a show that I saw coming up, uh, we want to make sure everybody knows about and remembers, is the 15th of July is Little Texas at Backseat Event Center. Uh, and what's even better than Little Texas at the Backseat Event Center is Marv Ashby and High Octane coming yeah. on before them.
0: Yeah, man, we got to go so, out and support uh, him for sure. That's
1: right. It's going to be a heck of a show. Great day in the life of uh, the, the, the year, isn't it? Yeah, July 15th.
0: Yep. yep, yep, yep. Pretty good, Pretty good weekend that's going to be.
1: All right, sir, what else do you got for us? That's all I got on mine.
0: Man, I don't have much more. I just got to reach out. I I love all the people getting to us about the menu. That's awesome. Our friend from Bottle Shock uh, reached out to us. I want to make sure that we let them uh, get in on this menu thing, too. They're going to be playing. um, This is going to be at the Museum of the Shenandoah Valley. This is Saturday, the 24th, um, from 1 to 2.30. So it's an afternoon gig. They're having a wine festival there. So Chris, Rick, Randy, and Vince are all going to be out there playing some great music. So you could do the afternoon, you know, at the wine festival and go out and catch something else at night. You know, definitely a lot of stuff going on. So do that for sure. Um, And that's all I got as far as the menu is concerned. But I got that trivia question.
1: Let's hear it. Now we do this for a shiny nickel. So if you guys get it. Yeah,
0: a shiny new nickel. I have to go
1: find one. Love nickels.
0: Uh (laughs) So a very popular trivia question over the years has been uh, to name the very first video that was ever shown on MTV. And a lot of people know the answer to that. I'm not going to give it away because that's part of my question. Tonight. Tonight's question, though, what is the first and the second video that was shown on MTV when it first started? Do you guys recall? You recall the first one? I, I know, but I'm not going to. Well, when we get back to the end of the show, <laughs> Paulie, I'm going to come to you. I you know, because yeah. that's, I don't. was well, not Do before
3: matter? my time.
0: I prob- no. <laughs> I remember being little Maybe with little. MTV. Yeah, it was. I want to say it debuted in eighty one. I'll check that out while we're on.
3: Hello. Uh, so
0: Sorry. there you are. So did yeah. she? Yeah, she debuted oh, okay. as well. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> such young people. Check her ID for that beer <laughs> There, <laughs> all right. Well, Chris, man, thanks for running through that. I appreciate it. Everybody out there, make sure you mark something down and and go see some live music this weekend's for sure. Okay, and we got the guys and girl from Mission Road, and they're hanging out with us for the evening, and we appreciate that. How are things with your band? You guys tell me you're busy, right? Oh,
4: oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic.
0: We'll be playing on Friday
2: at...
3: Velocity Wings in Fairfax. Okay,
2: yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, and then we'll be at the White Horse Tavern in Harper's Ferry on Saturday, Black Dog Coffee in Shenandoah Junction on Wednesday. We'll be at uh, P2 sometime in October, I think. Cool. Nice. We'll be, yeah. yeah. So we'll Make the mark that calendar. And uh, we're going on a little mini tour to South Carolina on July 7th, 8th, and 9th. We've got gigs lined up.
3: Oh, yeah. All around Columbia, yeah. South Carolina.
2: Yep. We'll be back in Charlestown at Alfredo's on July 22nd. And, That's in uh, Charlestown. Yeah. 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 Right so. in front of the racetrack.
0: Yep. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So, help us out here. Um, you know, I've, I've emailed you for a, quite a while. now, Paulie, as we've yep. talked about, Elliot, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have Mission Road Band, and then you have a duo. So, explain the dynamics of that to everybody out
3: there. So, it all started with Elliot and I as a duo. Okay. And then, little by little, we started adding too. So, we ended up becoming a trio, and then a quad, and then a full band.
2: Yeah, we'll be playing with the full so. band on uh, Saturday at the White Horse, and we'll be playing as a duo at Velocity Wing. So we're we're kind of modular, you know. We kind yeah. of. Yeah. I play yeah. I play keyboard and she yeah. sings, and then uh, we just played out in Arlington mm-hmm. as a trio. We played a couple of gigs as a trio, mm-hmm. and then we had the pedal steel when we have the opportunity. Depends upon the venue, right? sure. And okay, we have gotcha. a drummer who's uh, been playing with us now for quite a few months and uh, he's really added a lot to yeah when we, we played it. at
3: spanky shenanigans in leesburg we had all of us
0: mm-hmm. that was a great yeah. place to drummers play. Yeah. drummers always add so much they really do i'm so just going to say yeah. that
3: depending upon the venue <laughs> and what their needs are we can accommodate them
0: <laughs> so. all right then <laughs> yeah, yeah you gotta have a drummer yeah, you know yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Cool. Though. You guys got a lot, uh, lots of going on and lots of people mm-hmm. that are in, working in your band. Now, we need to back up and start a minute. How did you guys start the duo? What, where's the history of that from? Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we Go were ahead. attending... Now, now I live up on the mountain outside of Harper's Ferry, and she does also. She lives in Shannondale I live in Blue
0: Ridge Acres. Gotcha.
2: But we were both attending a church in Okay, and I was playing keyboard in the church band and she was attending the church and there was a mutual friend of ours who said to me you know Christina here she's a singer and she's looking for musicians to work with and I went yeah right and it was months later we were Hanging out in Torlone, no, up it, was on the a, it
3: was a couple years later,
2: right? Really, which wow. is like yeah. twenty some odd months well, later. The, the, right? pa- <laughs>
3: the pandemic,
0: the pandemic, can happen, right? Right.
3: And then I was very new into West Virginia. I just moved into West Virginia, and so we just happened to run into each other. She was
2: living on drum roll, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was living on Mission Road. <laughs> nice. All right. I that's where it came so, from. I right. Mean, yeah. yeah. So, and. Uh, so anyway, ran, it, actually, we are sitting there, my wife and I were sitting there, and we were having a couple of drinks and, and eating, and she said, isn't that that lady from the church sitting over there? Yeah, and she's sitting over there with pink hair and all that, and I'm like, Neon what? Neon pink. And uh, <laughs> so I chased her out in the parking lot, and I said, hey, you remember me, uh, you still want to do music? And she went... Get away from me. (laughs) But I managed to get (laughs) her phone number, and I got it wrong. So it was another couple of months before we finally hooked up again from meeting again in Torlones, because that's a local, local watering hole. And Yeah, uh, two times they ran
3: me down into the parking lot. Yeah. Well the second time especially because <laughs> that restaurant Tour was having karaoke. So he was he actually could hear me sing that nice, night okay. and he was like, Oh, she can sing and he was like, Wait, 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 wait. Like running me, running to my car, like, give me your number again. I'm like, I already gave it to you. He's like, well, is this it? And he showed me his little blue book at the time. Yeah. I was like, no, the numbers aren't right. So
2: <laughs> she came over to the house and we started going through material and we liked the same kind of stuff. And uh, she has a wonderful voice. And Aww. so the next, you know, one thing led to another and here we are. Like, yeah. we, cool. we
3: just got together just to jam, like just to have fun. And then after doing it a couple of times... He was like well why don't we just do something with this and i'm like okay
2: nice and we debuted september 11th 2021 yeah. at tour loans yeah
0: <laughs> very nice yeah.
4: so paul how did you end up uh in the mix <laughs> well that's I actually forced him. Well, yeah so so before elliot met christina we were in a band um back in what would what we start like 2017 2018 something
3: like that um 19
4: 19 and uh and we, uh, and so we we knew each other from that band. Um, I was brought in as a kind of a substitute bass player, and that band wound up becoming the, the main bass player. And uh, so we we were in that band for a number of years, and then we really didn't see each other for a while. And then uh, I get this call. I said, "Hey, our bass player is going to Texas. He's going to be on vacation for a couple of weeks. We got some gigs coming up. Can you learn, you know, a couple dozen songs and?" So I did. I said we'll send him over. And so I get, got the list and I'd go through everything. And then uh, we did uh Prohibition Hub up in Hagerstown.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's and right. that was our
4: first yeah. one time playing together as a as a band. And then um uh we, we did a couple of rehearsals before that and then mm-hmm. uh and next thing you know, we <laughs> when when Bob comes back from Texas, he says decides he wanted to play pedal steel instead of bass. So it worked out great. I wound up. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, our ba- our yeah. stale player was like, I've waited 15 years for this opportunity. Now I finally get to play this thing. And we're like, hey, Paul, now you're yeah. the bass player. <laughs> yeah.
4: So next thing I you know, I find out I'm the bass player in Mission Roads. So that's awesome.
1: <laughs> so you guys may not know Paul. Uh, it may not sound familiar to you. But if you listen to
4: our show, you've heard him called something else. Paulie Coconuts. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. And okay. where in the heck did that come from? <laughs> so... It- well, I'm originally from North Jersey and you got the whole Paulie Walnut soprano yeah, Land thing yeah, up there. Yeah. And, uh, I'm a big fan of Jimmy Buffett music, as you can tell. That's and, it. uh, I've got, uh, I love the, the old Key West sound and all that. So you merge them together and you got Pauly and the coconuts and Paulie coconuts. That makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, and a band, actually there's a band I co-founded about geez, 12, 13 years ago in Winchester called the Windowpanes. We're still around. And, uh, Still, every once in a while, we get together and play, and one of the guys in the band, his name is Grateful Dave, he started calling me P. Coco, just as kind of a kind of a, kind that's of a little dig at me so so i was like well maybe i'll do something with this and uh i can feel like,
3: me roasting you right now
4: <laughs> <laughs> how much do you have to pay
2: for that license plate you got there <laughs> oh standard charge you know? oh, okay yeah, yeah. So, so i pico's my uh, yeah. license
4: plate i right, mm. right i'm gonna call
3: you coco puff it's <laughs> no, so. a great name
0: it's a great name so definitely.
4: it's kind of nice It's seems you know, to remember my real name so that's kind of <laughs> it works out well so Gotcha. I don't even yeah. know your real name, Paul. Uh, well.
0: <laughs> we pick
3: on each other.
0: I can't tell. <laughs> like, constant.
3: We were just like a family. you. Uh, gotcha. So, and when all of us are together, I'm usually the one picking on everybody.
4: Uh, that's all right. Yeah, it's you all hold, in good own, right? Uh, right? We, we, we had some good times in the daydrivers, yeah. though. We yeah. Just, that's cool. <laughs>
0: she picks on me on stage, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Keeps us uh, We have it. a
3: nice little banter <laughs> going on stage.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, now, Christina, you opened up the book here a while ago. You mentioned that you moved it. To West Virginia. So obviously you're not originally from there. Where are you from?
3: Well, I was born and raised in Maryland. Okay. Great state.
0: Love your beach. Yeah, very much.
3: And most of my life I was in Montgomery County until a very young adult. And then I moved out to Poolsville and I was there for years. So that's probably where I got a little bit of my country accent. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I still have it. When I go down South to see my family, it really gets thick. But anyway... I ended up moving, I, I met my ex-husband. Okay. Thank God he's next. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I met my ex-husband and ended up moving to Sterling, Virginia. And I was in Virginia for thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years. Gotcha. And when I left him, um I moved to West Virginia. Gotcha. So That's when this all started. Moving to West Virginia starting my entire life over. Nice. And um <laughs> Finally doing the kind of music that I've always wanted to do. Because when Paul and I were in our previous band, I was doing rock and roll. Okay. And although I do enjoy doing rock and roll, I'm a country girl.
2: Okay.
0: And
3: I love singing country. So when Elliot and I started working together, he was like, I'm like, I'm country. Mm. And he was like, great. I love country. And I'm thinking, oh, he's lying. (laughs) (laughs) But so now I'm living my dream.
0: There you go. Very, very cool. Elliot,
2: well, I'm a country boy at heart, but I grew up in New York City. (laughs) Oh, nice. Okay, gotcha. Born in Midtown Manhattan, I grew up in Queens. My goodness. And um, yeah, moved down to Maryland. In fact, I lived in 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 Maryland in um, Montgomery County.
3: Same year I did. Just
2: about when she was, because that's where she grew up in with her family spent Same five city. years there and then my you know the job i had that brought me down there because in new york i was pursuing a music career i used to play the clubs in greenwich village and oh stuff wow like okay that, yeah. you know and and uh as a folky and then as a rocky and then as a you know kind of like a country rock kind of thing and then uh moved to maryland and then uh, my wife said uh let's go buy a house and i said well i've Never lived in a house, let alone owned one. <laughs> and we up and moved to Blue Ridge Acres up in uh, Harper's Ferry. And uh, been there for 21 years. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. And uh, But I come from a music family. My dad was a songwriter. Oh, so, wow. OK. Yeah. So And uh, he had a little bit of success. In fact, uh, I gave you one of the songs. It's going to be on our album. It's called Dear Lonely Hearts. It was recorded by nat king cole and it was a top 20 hit
0: and your father wrote that
2: And my father wrote the lyric to it yeah wow that's impressive and uh, he um, I'll tell you a story about that they went in to do my dad's song and the producer at the end of the session said you know nat we have you know another half hour 45 minutes of paid studio time here's a song i want
0: Oh, you're good. That's uh, all right. Already? Here's a, here's he a song it, I least.
2: want you to try. That's right. And uh, Nat hated the song. My dad says, and uh, he because uh, they'd already recorded "Dear Lonely Hearts," and uh, so the producer insisted that Nat King Cole record that song. And they wound up putting that one out first, and that was Ramblin' Rose." Okay. So, and that went to number one. But my dad's song was went to, went to number 14, so it did okay. Wow. And he, yeah, he had a couple of other uh, successes along the way. Now I mean, you
3: can imagine how intimidated I was when Elliot hands me a song Nat King Cole <laughs> had recorded for his father. I was oh, like, oh, I no. can't do this. Oh,
2: no. <laughs> you, yeah, You're way over that now. Come on. Well, yeah, now. Go,
1: but yeah.
3: I mean, at the time, I was Stop. like, what? Stop.
1: <laughs> Pretending to be on. Uh, so, Paul, where do you uh, what do you call home? Where's your origins?
4: Well, um, I re- as mentioned, I was originally from North Jersey, a little yeah. uh, little town called Lafayette, New Jersey, that nobody's yeah. ever heard of. But somebody in the podcast is going to go, I know where that was. Yeah. Um, and uh, as I like to say, there was probably I was on a farm, I grew up on a farm, probably more in that area of the country or a state uh, where the Garden State is still the Garden State. Probably more cows than people up there. Um, moved to, uh, Maryland, uh, in 1980 for the unit, for the, uh, uh, university, went there for a couple of years, lived in Maryland until 93, um, got married in 88, started family in uh, 1990. And then, uh, we moved to Virginia in 94 in actually Winchester Oh wow! Okay. and right out the old, uh, place we're living in now called, I call it Casa de Pablo. Uh, <laughs> and also alternately my wife, she takes, she likes the name, uh, uh, a coral canyon, like coral canyon yeah, thing. Yeah, anyway. yeah. So uh, yes, yeah, so we've been there for about oh geez, going on probably about thirty, thirty-three years now, I guess. So uh, uh, that's that's where I come from and where yeah. I where I was. Oh, uh, nice. And when I was in Maryland, I uh, played in bands in college and uh, played down in D.C. Uh, played uh, just about everything. Class well, played classic rock before it was classic rock when it was regular rock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> yeah.
4: and then did metal. Like played. <laughs> We played Rush, played Deep Purple, all different kinds of bands. And then in the 90s, when all that stuff became classic rock, we did classic rock. And then uh, I gave it up for uh, pretty much the bulk of the 90s while my kids were growing up. Kids were little. Sure. And then um, in uh, it, when they started going to school, uh, they needed uh, DJs to do uh, school dances and whatnot. And they weren't happy with the, some of the guys they had. So they said, hey, you know, somebody, somehow my name got thrown in the hat. And they said, can you come up and... My wife was uh, teaching school up in Martinsburg uh, at St. Joe's and said, hey, we need somebody to do, if sensitive to, you know, don't want kids playing all this stuff on the radio and be be cool with all that stuff. And I said, oh, sure, I'd love to give it a shot. So I got all my PA gear, which I had and stashed in the garage and fired everything up and got a massive CD changer and started doing DJ stuff for the, for the kiddos. And wow. uh, so I did that for a while. And then a few years after that, uh, my wife asked the fateful question, "Would you like to start getting back into music again?" And I'm like, oh, "Would I?" <laughs> so anyway, so I started doing that, and I started writing my own stuff around 2000. Um, I attended uh, the New Song Festival up in Charlestown, and totally got hooked. Uh, did a, a songwriter uh, uh, workshop with Daryl Scott, and uh, that just like just I was I was done at that. Gotcha. Point. I'm, I'm okay. writing I'm writing my own stuff, so I, I write and perform most of my own stuff now. So.
1: So you guys are from uh, all different places. Sounds mm-hmm. like uh, obviously all up and down the East Coast. Um, where where, do you, where would you call home for the band now? Where, I mean, where do you guys stick around most? Is it Northern Virginia? Is it Winchester? Up in
2: Eastern Panhandle of West Virginia. Okay, but uh, we play all through Loudoun County, and uh, we played in in Winchester, and we were just on Hardy times. County, yep. like. Yeah, Florida County. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that was great. West yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. We came right in through here to, to get there. and yeah. back. You know, and oh yeah. So, uh, Paulie, your your story is right after my own heart because you know after moving from New York, you know I I sort of gave it up for a while, but then you know. I I I still stayed in the music, you know. About 15 years ago, I hooked up with I don't know if you know singer songwriter Steve Warner. Yes, yes, oh, yeah. I, I yeah, was yeah, his yeah. keyboard player uh, for oh, 10 years. Yeah. So all right, yeah. What Not, was that? That was the the Rolling rac- Raccoons or something. <laughs> R- Coyotes? Coyotes. That R- was okay. a
0: Rolling okay. Coyote. Oh, rolling right. Coyote. Like. Yeah. yeah. A wow. Okay. Yeah. okay.
2: yeah, we played at that uh, Museum of the Shenandoah. Did you really? Yeah, a couple yeah, times. That's yeah. cool. So. Yeah. So
3: it's so funny. All three of us have, took a long break in music. I took like a twenty-some year break in music. Also, I was just going to
0: point that out. Movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and amazing. you know, Paul, sorry, Christian, I didn't mean to step on you there. But, Paulie, you know, your your road to DJ and then into music is very similar to what I went through. So, okay. I can relate to you as well. I got so many questions, but I'm going to throw this one out first. (laughs) Christina, you're the main vocalist, I would understand, I guess, right? Okay. What sort of influences did you grow up? I know you mentioned a little story before we got on, you know, and did this podcast. What was your influences? How did you get started and realize you could be a singer?
3: Well, I never really realized I could be a singer until I was a little bit older. Okay. So growing up, my father would play Patsy Cline's Greatest Hits over and over and we would ride in his Cadillac. He had a convertible Cadillac with an A-track. And he would, he would play her 10-song her Greatest Hits album about a thousand times a month wherever we were going. And I just started to kind of like sing along with it. And So my, growing up, my father always had a piano in the house. He was a pianist. Right. And whenever we would go to a shopping mall and there was a piano in the middle of the mall, my father would just start playing it.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
3: And so I was probably about four years old when he taught me how to play chopsticks. His father, my grandfather, was a professional organist and pianist in Akron, Ohio. So he had his own albums that my father would play. So I, I was surrounded by country music and piano music, organ music, and then at the time, 50s and 60s. Okay. And uh, I, it was like I just knew it. Like I knew all of this old stuff. So that's where my heart is. Sure. So when I was 24, I decided to start... Um, taking music a little bit more seriously. And I wanted to learn how to sing Crazy by Patsy Cline.
0: (laughs) Cool.
3: And go to a recording studio and do that one song and give it to my father for Christmas because that's his favorite song of all time.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
3: And that never happened. Life happened and I took a very long break in music. And then one day when Ellie and I were working together, I was like, hey, how about we do Crazy? And we would do it you know, at a show here and there. And then one day in the recording studio, we decided just to record it.
2: We did it live in the studio.
3: One take. Yeah. And you all have a copy of You have a,
2: you copy, have a of that. Yeah, copy of that. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Definitely so, going to check that out.
3: And I remember telling my father, I said, Daddy, because he was always my worst critic. Like, I would be in my room at five years old, with my little cassette tape hitting records, singing Mary Had a Little Lamb and Miss Susie Had a Steamboat, right? And I would run downstairs, Daddy, here, I made you a tape. I want you to listen to my tape and...
4: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSC. I'm
3: like, what do you think? And he's like, you have a lot of work to do. (laughs) 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 He's like, if you ever sound like Patsy or you ever sound like Whitney Houston, maybe you can go somewhere. Well, at my age now, I don't sound like either one of them, but I sure love where I'm at right now. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. It's all about the love of it. Yeah, for sure.
3: Yeah, cool. I, I'm in love with my music.
0: Gotcha.
2: And you have a wonderful voice. Let me thank tell you, it. we're going to listen to that a little bit oh, for thank sure. You. Yeah,
0: for sure. So, Elliot and Paula, you guys have songwriting in your blood. Yeah. Um, and how? Um, yeah, is that something, Elliot, that you've always done, or is it something you it, you did right? You mentioned you started writing early, right? Oh yeah, and.
2: I used to play those songs. I was in a duo with a woman named Lucy Kaplanski. She still tours nationally. Wow, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I was a songwriter. Um, did, actually, there was a compilation that came out in the early, well, mid 80s, according um, to Street Songwriters Exchange. I had a couple of cuts on that. But um, I always, I you know, I had gotten to the point where I really thought. It was pretty much done with regard to my songs and the songwriting until Christini came along. And that's been the real blessing, okay. is that have been able to revive the songs, and now we've gone into the studio. And it's going to be 13 cuts on that CD that we're going to put out. Two of them are covers. One of them is a cover of my dad's song, but the other 10 are all mine. Nice. So I'm really excited about that. And the studio we're in, by the way... Is Creative Age, <laughs> and Joe House okay. does the sound at the track.
0: Oh, okay. All so right. So
2: those shows you were talking about come out, Joe's going to be doing the sound. Oh. Right? Wow. And that's wow. it. we're in his studio doing the recording. We love
3: Joe. Yeah. He is He's the nicest fabulous. guy. Mm-hmm. And actually even when I went to the recording studio, that was my first time ever walking into a recording studio. Wow. Not never like in a booth with headphones and a mic in my face. Like this I'm kinda used to this like setup right here, but (laughs) (laughs) not for interviews, but he was so encouraging and if he thought I could do something better, he would give me a little suggestion, like, hey, make it a little bit more breathy. And he just his whole studio allows you to be creative. And I, I just This whole process
2: has been like giving birth because we've been we've been nine months in this studio. Exactly, (laughs) we go in once a week. Blood, sweat,
3: and and tears, mm -hmm. baby. (laughs) Yeah,
2: want to make sure it comes out right. So, and it's almost done.
1: That's yeah. good, Paul. Have you guys done any as the band? Have you guys done any of your stuff yet, or incorporated in? Or?
4: No, they're smarter than that. They don't do that. <laughs> no. It's not allowed. Right? Oh, <laughs> well, I
3: know a couple of your uh, songs, Paulie. We
4: used to do a few in the uh, in the Day Drinkers. We did a couple, uh, yeah. but a lot a lot of my stuff. It's not. Uh, Elliot writes much better material than I do. But the uh, oh, wow. my stuff know. is more is designed to be humorous. It's kind of funny. It's like you laugh when you hear it, and you kind of get, puts a smile no, on you. So I tell people, I put a song in your ear and a smile on your face. You know, like uh, Left
0: Lane Blues. Right? Left yeah, yeah, exactly
4: <laughs> yeah um and there's a couple that i do i, I do the open mics around town i do, it was at blue fox uh last couple of mondays and the mich uh the uh, uh mount monument um uh last week uh, they had an open mic there and uh, so I, and i'll be there again probably july 5th is the next next one they've got coming up it's the first wednesday of the month now so they had to move around they can casually usually move around a little bit so yeah, right. but all you'll see me there and doing my brand and nonsense and singing and telling jokes. I haven't heard jokes. too
2: many of your songs, Paulie, but a couple of them are a real hoot at Road oh, yeah, yeah.
4: Was, the
3: Walmart wedding chapel is my mother's <laughs> favorite song that he, he wrote. That's great. Yep.
4: <laughs> so yeah, that's like, so my stuff is designed more like the, it's, it's just kind of funny, good time kind of stuff. It's awesome. Well, so, um,
1: you know, we just talked about the song that, uh, your dad wrote for Nat King Cole yeah. and that's the one I have queued up. Do you know a story behind that one? Yeah, that's
2: uh I, they went in to record uh Nat King Cole hadn't had a hit in a few years. This was 1962. And um they went in to do my dad's song and out of it came not only my dad's song but uh that uh, really big hit he had uh, Ramblin' Roads. Yeah. yeah. So um yeah, so Nat King Cole does it you know he 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 was <laughs> <laughs> he was he was actually trying to get a country flavor. Okay. You know for the album he was putting out. So I mean, "Dear Lonely Hearts" became the the title track of the album, and then there were Ray Charles at the time was putting out country music. "I Can't Stop Loving You." Oh, before I forget, by the way, she was talking about Patsy Klein. Right. On September eighth, we're going to be doing. A uh, tribute to Patsy Cline and Don Williams. He died on September eighth. She was born no, on September eighth. Yeah, yeah. So at the barn in Harpers Ferry yeah. on okay. September eighth. So and it's for, a but...
3: it's a, a a event for the um, Guitars for Vets Foundation.
0: Wow, Don Williams
2: yeah. a great performer and songwriter too. Wow. Yeah. So this song, Dear Lonely Hearts. um, yeah, my dad my dad wrote the lyric. Um, and uh, it went to number fourteen on the charts, you know, and it paid for
1: a lot of medical bills. <laughs> you know what? I lied to you. What? I don't have that one queued up. Oh, it's no. not so. the song I was even thinking about. All right, okay. But it's a good story. Yeah, okay. I love the story. story. Yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. Yeah. I have a song called All I Wanna Say. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, yes. there we go. Tell that, us about that, that song.
3: That song is um available to purchase and stream on spotify right now
2: very cool cool purchase yeah. it on
3: itunes amazon we've,
2: we've released that one as a single first single right? got it in in uh you know as a preview to the album and uh yeah that one you can hear on spotify so we thought that would be the a good one to to play
1: so we're gonna listen to it then we'll talk about it sounds sure. great let's do it. all right let's yeah. do it here's all i want to say everybody
0: Fantastic, guys. I love that.
3: for the modulation.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, if they want to hear it, <laughs> yeah. it's got to be... Yeah, we're going to go them buy it. Buy That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they, they'll, they'll pull it right out of here They do if you're not careful. <laughs> my gosh, that was fantastic. Oh, what a great... You. You know what that song has got just a a, a simple message, right? Am I, am I reading mm-hmm. it right? Yeah. But it's layered so beautifully. It's really really well done. That's uh, great. I mean, tell me the story about that song.
2: Oh my. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that
2: uh yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> that was that was an Elliot was wrote it. That, That's a start. I, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I wrote that quite a while ago, and um, actually, it came out on a CD that I put out about fifteen years ago. But okay. uh, yeah, it was just um, it. It's, it was written as a folk sing, singer folk song on guitar, Understood. and I fingerpicked it, you know, and uh, also uh, with that lady. Uh, Lucy Kaplansky, we would perform that one live, and it was just about unrequited love, you know. uh, Which uh, you know, when you're a young guy, there's a lot of that. (laughs) So (laughs) it's like, uh, you know, you flounder around for the words, like I'm floundering around for the words right now. So
3: it's funny because when we started rehearsing this song, Elliot's like, I don't really know if I if I like this song
2: anymore,
3: and And I was like, come on, let's just give it a whirl. And so we rehearsed it and rehearsed it. And then when we we did it at the studio, he's like, you know what? Maybe that is a good song. He's like, you made it a good song. That was like the best compliment.
2: I want the audience to know that at the end, there's this really big finish where you really belt that
1: song out. It was a really
2: really, nice modulation. Yeah, very
0: cool.
1: So, anyway there's definitely more left to that y'all so make sure you go out and check it out um now you guys um, there's three of you here and mm-hmm. there's more than three of you when you play in the band mm-hmm. uh, give everybody a quick idea of what yeah. what else, who else is in that band and and how they contribute
2: well there's mike the drummer and uh, he's the latest edition actually and uh, he has just added so much because he's the youngster of the band he's only in his like uh, early to mid. 30s he's got a young family he lives out in maryland actually he's okay. so talented yeah he, li- he lives in like a suburb of yeah. frederick yeah. yeah and uh yeah and he's got a day job but he makes the time to come and rehearse we've actually where christina's living up on the top of this mountain <laughs> up above okay. shannondale okay she we we, we put a <laughs> rehearsal studio and we all get together once a week or so and uh we work out some of the material and stuff like that it's really
3: cool mike his name the drummer's name is mike and he started bringing different drum ideas to Elliot's originals and because we were kind of used to the um like other drummers having more of a straight drum beat sure and here mike comes with this fancy footwork and fancy arm work i don't know what you all drummers do but all of a sudden all of a sudden tempos are different and beats are different and we're like what but it works and oh it's good so
2: he's almost got a jazz feel to some of it because he syncopates a lot of the stuff and he's really kind of loose and and but yet he keeps the beat and everything then there's uh bob murphy who's the uh pedal steel player he plays lap steel and pedal steel oh, nice okay and he can also play bass and he's plays stand-up bass he's can play accordion but then again i play accordion on the album too so but anyway bob i've been playing music on and off with for like 15 20 years he used to step in and, and play with uh, steve warner and he's in a group called Mountaineer, and they play around a bit you know so he's a seasoned musician. He's really good, and uh, just a great crew because we're all kind of we all get along. It's just great, you know. Yeah, it's like yeah. it, there's a lot of laughs, and we, we have a lot of fun doing what we're doing, and we've got a nice routine. And mm-hmm. and uh, you know, as as the more we work together like this, it it, it continues to gel, you know. Like I said, like,
3: we're family. We're not really a band. We're just family. Sure, that's good.
1: And uh, we put in work, and uh, it's just been great. Now, with your typical shows, do you normally play um, You play all originals, or do you play covers, too?
3: We have a nice mix. Yeah, mix. It,
1: yeah. Yeah. About half and half, or <clears throat> less and half? well it's Well, uh, when you've got to play a three- or four-hour gig,
2: it's hard to have that many re- originals. So we've got about 12, 15 originals that we kind of work in and out of things. and But we have, like, probably 100 songs that we rotate through, so... Um, at our gigs, it's probably about you know three two, is
3: that? a
2: Yeah, it's about two thirds, two third, yeah, yeah two thirds and a third. You know, good. so the covers, you know, because people come to listen all sorts of stuff that they, they know. But the originals have gone over pretty well. I've been surprised at how well they've gone over. That's so, cool, very yeah, good. So,
0: Christina, do you mm-hmm. venture into songwriting at all, or you? Uh,
3: I have. When I was younger, I I used to have this whole binder full of. <laughs> Full of, well, honestly, some of them were very perverted songs because that's just my personality. I'm, you know, but, uh, so I had perverted songs and then I had heartbreak songs and funny songs. Gotcha. And, and when, uh, quite honestly, when I left my husband, he, he was not very supportive of my music and that's, gotcha. that's why I, I wasn't in music. I was so upset in the separation process that I threw that whole binder of music away. Oh No. And um, just recently, I've been starting to have, like, ideas of writing again. And Elliot and I have talked about that. And we've even discussed, like, maybe, you know, writing songs together here in the near future.
2: And we will. I I still get a kick out of... uh, There's a power ballad that I wrote called Goodbye, My Love. And we were at the White Horse. And she says, this song's called... Goodbye, my love. And I'm going to dedicate it to my abusive ex-husband. Yeah. And a
0: woman in the audience went, Woohoo! Well,
3: well because the, that song actually is what gave me closure on my divorce. There you
0: go. Good, good. Yeah, you have yeah. to find it. And it's funny how you find power in music like that. Yeah. The question I was leading up to, the reason why I asked you that is because now I'm going to get all three of you to sort of give me a feeling. this. I've never written a song in my life. Don't have like the the ability, I don't think, to ever do it. But when you write a song and then you have somebody else join in to the performance of that or, or filling in the pieces, how, how does it, is it difficult sometimes that they're not hearing it the way you want it to, you know, getting them to play it the way you're hearing it in your head, or it does it happen where you go, Oh my gosh, I never thought about that. You're doing something completely different and it's great. How does, how does that work?
2: Well, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, You, one of the great things about this band is there's been a couple of songs that I have it stuck in my head how I hear it. Yeah. And in particular, you know, with the rhythms... Because you know, I wrote them as kind of like folksy, kind of like oh, yeah. la la la. <laughs> you know, it's like, and Pauly and Mike get together and they do some really interesting things with the rhythms and they kind of like break it out of the mold that it was yeah, okay. in. Yeah. And yeah, you gotta you gotta let it go. Okay, and it's just that's great, you know. And uh, same with uh, her interpretations of the songs, you know. They sometimes she sings it not the way I would have heard it, or but right. um, it's her expression. So it's that's the art of this thing. Gotcha. You know? And for me, you know, you take oh, I did it again. That's okay. You take some songs. You know, like the classic example is the song "Love Hurts."
0: Yeah,
2: it was done by a heavy metal band called Nazareth, but it was originally done by the Everly Brothers. Right, exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Graham Parsons and Amy Lou Harris did it. So a song is a song. A good song can be done in a lot of different ways. and understood. It yeah. yeah.
0: And yeah, that is great. Same way with you, Paulie? Do you feel the same way when you put songs together?
4: Um, I primarily perform solo myself. So I kind of, I I mean, for me, it's like, boy, front to back. It's all it's all me. But when we got to, um, uh, when I was in the, the band with Christina, we did a couple of my songs, and it's, it's it's kind of an it's kind of an odd feeling hearing everything you've always played by yourself now other people are doing it and it's just it's 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 like one of the neatest feelings in the world um, right. uh, I've had a handful done uh, Wind of Panes has done one or two but uh, a lot of I'm not the primary songwriter in, in that band but um I, it's 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 kind of one of the like Elliot, it's almost like an out of body experience like right. Elliot said, you know it's kind of like you may not have heard it that way but oh yeah that sounds pretty good okay yeah so um, yeah. it, it it's it's an interest. It's 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 all it's like constantly evolving. You know, it's it's uh, sure. it, it's kind of it's just it's just the, that's the coolest thing about it. Well, I've,
2: I've got about four or five songs that I'm about halfway done with. Mm-hmm. Hardest thing is bringing a song. Over the finish line, oh, yeah. you come up with the original idea, but then trying to develop the verses to go around a chorus or right. something like that. Maybe we'll sit down and we'll work on <laughs> some something. Well,
4: it's funny because some of the most most of mine have been those those lightning in a bottle kind of things. It's right. just like you're sitting around, you got an idea, and I remember at the end of every podcast, that's like 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 you were saying about you know get out of the left lane, get yeah, right, out. right, yeah, and 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 it's just hearing that you know week and week and week out, and then I was just sitting at my desk one day when I was working. Uh, and I just I just started humming, and I always keep a guitar behind me, and I'm like, okay, well, and so quick I uh, you know canceled my meeting, next meeting coming up, and in an hour I had that and wrote wrote it up, and <laughs> and so I cool. performed it that night at yeah. the uh, at uh, Pop Up Mark's open mic at Dividing yeah. Creek, and that sometimes that's how fast this stuff moves. Gotcha. So,
0: but there's been famous stories of people who wrote songs that were difficult because you know they wanted it played exactly how they heard it trying to get somebody else to do that's hard it's good that you guys have an open mind about that i'm sure that helps a lot yeah you definitely got to let it go because yeah, yeah.
2: the song's got to stand on its own and let the artist interpret the song oh absolutely
3: yeah the as a singer like with every song that elliot has given me i've had to like the first thing i do is i listen to him play it and then i ask him for the lyrics and then i read the lyrics and i can The weird thing is, is that with every song that he's given me, I can relate to it like 100%. So I can completely digest it and then tell the story how I lived it. So, and I always feel like if I can feel that song, I'm going to sing it because that's my life. Right,
0: right. I gotcha.
1: So what do you guys see coming up in the future? I mean, I know you guys write songs. Uh, You're in the studio. You're releasing new music soon. Um, is it just more of that? Is it special places you want to play? What is it? Well, as from my perspective, um, I'm hoping
2: that when we release this, the album, i keep wanting to call it a cd <laughs> yeah, it's but heaven nobody bought <laughs> well this vinyl's making a yep, comeback it has yeah yep. but it's really expensive to print up vinyl my goodness i looked at the prices and i'm like oh uh, no no uh, not yet <laughs> but but i hope uh this could be a vehicle that we start playing concerts
0: nice
2: i mean i love the the stuff we're doing now we were busking at the wharf down in dc we play all these different bars and restaurants and stuff like that and i love it and uh we're it's really given us like you know what was that band that that did all that gigging way back in the 50s that uh that when they burst on the scene, they had their ten thousand hours in it. The Beatles? That's the one. That's, yeah, <laughs> there you yeah go. that's the one, right? <laughs> yeah. They used to play in Hamburg, Germany, and all yeah, that yeah. before. Cavern club yeah. and all and that. All
3: that, that wood shedding.
2: So yep. that's what we're doing, was we're woodshedding, and uh I'm I'm hoping we can then go out and do some concerts that's and stuff very like cool. that.
0: Yeah. Very, very,
3: And cool. wherever that road takes us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's on board. <laughs>
4: Yeah. I'm the one sitting in the back of the pickup truck. They're driving up front, you know.
0: <laughs> I don't
4: do the driving.
3: Elliot does.
2: He was following us back from Hardy County on Monday night. It was like uh, it was like 50-60 miles. A, that's a wild ride. <laughs> yeah,
1: some twisty roads right. out there yeah. for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, what do you guys want uh, everybody to know about Mission Road before we go? Last thoughts? Oh, gosh. Like
3: us on Facebook.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's right.
4: Yes, yes. Facebook, Instagram. Facebook,
3: Insta- right. Instagram, Reverb Nation, YouTube. You can find us all over social media at Mission Road Duo. But, I mean.
2: Just come out, listen to us play. Yeah. And um, we're, we're about, you know, doing great songs and, uh, you know, doing them as From our hearts.
3: Well, a lot of songs that we do, I don't think we talked about this, we touch a lot of classic country songs. Cool. And then we also do a lot of roots rock and, you know, like Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis, things that other people don't typically cover anymore. And that's kind of like where we are different than every other country band out there. We do do some 90s country, but we mostly stick with the older stuff.
4: Love a whole lot of shaking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh
3: my goodness!
0: Yeah, can't go wrong with with the killer. That's for yeah.
4: sure. I'd like to get us in a couple places to Winchester. I'd love to open at the Monument for somebody. One of the bigger acts, yeah. maybe Bright Box or something like that. That's what I, I mean. A lot of stuff we're playing is is in the uh, kind of like the outer outer rim area of uh, Winchester. I'd like to get us downtown, maybe Piccadillys or something like that. You know, just to kind of get people out to see us and see what the band's all about, yeah. and uh, and you know, get the get kind of a little bit of. Um, you build up our, you know, nobody knows us here. That's the thing. It's sure, sure. Yeah.
0: sure. Yeah. And but, you say social media is the best way to contact mm-hmm. you, right? Yes. Yep. yes. Fantastic. And the release date, do you have one yet?
2: <laughs>
0: In about
3: <laughs> a month.
0: It, we're we're about two sessions away
2: from being able to do the mastering. Once we get the mastering done, we're just going to put it oh, right oh, cool. out. Very and cool. Uh, let me tell you something. You guys, I, I, I binge listened to your program. Oh, thank you. Because I'm trying to catch up on uh, all the shows, you know, now that I know you're here. After and, I've nagged Elliot. And- <laughs> and you. But I mean, what you do is so important, you know, because and, and have such a quality show with such quality people that you have on. And it's just great. I just really love listening yeah, to your show. I, my, yeah, y'all are keeping live music alive.
0: Well, that's very kind of you to say yeah, that, the, yeah, you know, yeah. we're... We just open up the mics and put the talent on is what we do. And, and you guys, all the, all the people that we've had, have carried the show for us. And we appreciate that very much for sure. The,
1: the cheese and cookies help. Sometimes <laughs> Ooh, Some cookies. need something a little bit stronger.
0: Yeah, sometimes that's right. Yeah, that's for sure.
1: Oh, we'll cheesery
2: No wrong show.
1: <laughs> well, everybody, we're wrapping up episode 51. Uh, Mission Road, thank you guys so much for being here.
3: Thank you. Uh, we'd
1: love to have thank you back. You. Uh, if you guys put a, a, an album out down the road, uh, let us know. Yes. Uh, we'll okay. push out your stuff for you. Um, be glad to have you back then. You and
0: I will keep emailing for oh, sure. Absolutely. We yes. possibly you possibly haven't care. heard the last
1: of me yet. No, <laughs> man. No, better not have.
0: That's for sure. Um, Chris I got to wrap up with this uh, with this trivia question for sure. We got to do that. All later. right,
1: you guys got guesses? Remember the question?
0: Well, yeah, let me do the question one one more time. The first and second video ever played on MTV when it started. You got to tell me your guess, Paul. Well, of
4: course, the first one was "Video Killed the Radio Star," That's exactly and I right. believe the second one was Pat Benatar. "You Better Run." You are showing off. Was ah. a ah. which was both of those were actually covers. Yes. The uh, ver- the version that the Buggles did was released a week after the original version was done. And the Pat Benatar one was, what, a Rascals cover, I think? Or something? I believe it was. Something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Exactly.
0: My goodness. I, yes, yes. <laughs> right now. That's, Elliot is that's, bowing that's all down. All that's, that's up that's here
4: is mm, music trivia. There's nothing That's fantastic, else. <laughs> man. You knocked
0: that out of the park. <laughs> I, I put the, the Pat Benatar in there just to make it a little bit harder. Because the Buggles have kind of become a routine <laughs> trivia question. But, yeah. uh, man, very well done, that's for sure. Thank you for for, uh, for knocking it out of the park. I appreciate that. <laughs>
3: Good job, Coconut.
0: Thank, yeah. you. Thank
4: you very much. Thank Cocoa Puff.
0: I just realized when you were closing us up there a second ago, it's episode 51. Yeah, ma'am. Yep. So that means what? Next week is? 52. Yeah, yeah. it makes a year. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, we're going to let everybody know that next week is going to be one day delayed on the show. I just want to let you know that. We've got a little thing going on that uh, we're going to take care of on Wednesday. So don't 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 worry. We'll have a show out. And it'll just be the next day uh and we're going to hang out and talk and about it will be prior. a special show it is going to be a yeah. very special special show and and thank you to everybody out there for tuning in each week we appreciate that subscribing to us hitting us up on facebook everything you've done we appreciate it and man the talent in this town is unbelievable it is incredible and we hope we can, can showcase on each and every week for sure man thank you chris for being here and helping me get through this thing again no problem absolutely and folks as paulie said earlier if you're riding in that left lane man no lounging. Get out. I don't want to have to tell you again. You're going to go to your room. But thank you, folks, for joining us on the show. And until we meet again, peace.